surrender to your will and to your purpose this day may everybody who walked in the sanctuary may those who are listening through the broadcast Lord I pray that you stretch your hand and touch even each and every one of them and that God the families that are represented here Lord I pray as they go back Lord you minister to each and every one of them May signs, wonders, and miracles follow them wherever they are. Even those who are out there watching over the broadcast, I pray that the Holy Spirit will arrest them and break the chains of bondage in the name of Jesus. And that God will supply their needs according to their riches in glory. Those who are oppressed by the enemy, I decree the name of Jesus is above every other name infirmities, sicknesses, and diseases are broken right now. And I speak the peace of God that surpasses every human understanding to guard your mind and your heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let us be seated in the presence of God. I welcome all of you. Those of you who are here, those of you who are watching our broadcast, we thank God for you. Hallelujah. We continue... Uh, with our message this is our part four I want to talk about building on a strong foundation building on a strong foundation Matthew 7 uh, chapter 24 uh, verse 24 to 27 the Bible says and I'm reading from NIV therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and put them into practice and thus are them is like a wise man who built his house on the rock the rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house yet it did not fall because it it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down and the streams rose. And the winds blew and beat against that house. And it fell. And it fell with a great crash. So in other words, the house was destroyed. 
And you know, Jesus had just been uh, teaching in uh, uh, this mount, uh, the Sermon of the Mountain in verses 6 and now in, uh, in chapter 6 and 7. And now he's uh, telling the people what the teaching he had already narrated there earlier means. And what lessons can we learn as builders in the year 2021? Because we are in a time of rebuilding. What, what message can we learn from this message? In this passage, Jesus describes a man who built his house on a rock. And another one, he built on sand. And Jesus wants us to focus on his wisdom as we embark uh, on building our spiritual lives. It's not just the physical houses that we build and we dwell in. We also need to build our spiritual lives. One can build on a rock. And that person who chooses to build on a rock is a person who has made a choice to stand in life. Even when there are hard times, even when there are storms of life, if one has made a choice to build on a rock, no matter what contrary winds will come your way, you are safe and your building will not be destroyed. But if you're like the number two man who chooses to build on a, on a sand, you know, then when the storms of life comes, the building will be destroyed. The building will be pulled down. There will be no hope because the structure was not uh, built properly. When storms came, the house with a perfect foundation remained intact. The house with a proper uh, uh, structurally designed uh, you know, structure. It, it was able to stand the storm. But the other one was not able. The other one was totally destroyed. The other one collapsed and totally was uh, gone. Now Jesus desires that we build our faith on a secure and solid foundation. You are not just a believer who come to church. There is a work that is still being done every day and every moment in our life. And in this uh, narrative, he offers us a definition of two builders that the house can be symbolic of our spiritual lives. Amen. And the storm and the wind and the rain can be symbolic of the divine judgment. Hallelujah. Because all of us, when we are through with this life here on earth, we will stand before the throne of God and we will be judged for everything that we have done, everything that we have chosen, we shall be judged. So he's actually advising his people to be very careful. The two constructed two different uh, houses and both experienced harsh weather conditions. But look at this. The house with a solid foundation was safe and secure. And that's the house that God wants you to build in the year 2021. Hallelujah. The one that was built on sand was totally destroyed. And Jesus used this to encourage us to build our spiritual lives on sure, stable foundation. This church, if I tell you, uh, when you look at this church, it looks simple. But listen, I don't think there is a church with such a structure here in Yeri. Hmm? There are some places the engineers were telling us, you must use. Huh? 
the, 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 the Y25. That is a tumor that is so strong. Huh? He was telling me that uh, because this is a Pentecostal church, we have to design a structure that even if you are 10,000 and you are jumping up and down, the building will still be intact. Hallelujah. And when you see these pillars, let me tell you, these pillars are secure because the designer made sure that they are safe so that nobody inside this house will be destroyed in the name of Jesus. The house with properly designed foundation will outlive the one that was built on sand. So if you choose to build your spiritual house on a good foundation, on a solid rock, it will outlast that other Christian believer who chooses to have it easy. It is easy to come on church on a Sunday, but then from Monday to Saturday, just neglect your spiritual uh, life because you think it is only possible or you think it's okay when you come on Sunday and spend a few hours with God and you think that everything is okay. Praise the name of Jesus. To build on the rock means that we become sensitive as hearers. We become sensitive to what we hear every time we come and the preachers, whoever it is, whether it's a, a, a youth, whether it's a, a teen, whether it's a woman, whether it's a man that is put here, God can use anybody. If God was able to use a donkey, God can use you, child of God. If God says that when men and women refuse to praise him, he can raise the rocks. He can raise the stones to begin to praise him. Glory to God. You mean so much to God. So believers who build on strong foundation will endure through the storm of life. Listen to me. There are some believers, no matter what comes your way, Listen, your faith is not hinged on the things that we get. Your faith is not hinged on the Saturday at the end of the month. Your faith is not hinged by some bonuses that can come your way. My faith is hinged on God. Listen to me, my creator, the one who created me in my mother's womb. He still knew me even before I was born born. He knew my destiny. He knew that I had a hope. He knew that I had a future. Listen to me. If you can just get this God that I'm talking about. Seek ye first the kingdom and all his righteousness. Then all these other things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, this God, some people think that God is not able to do some things for them. Let me tell you, first of all, you have to know who he is. Who is he? Who is he? He is Abba Father. He has become a father to you. This God has a family in heaven and he has a family here on earth. And if he my, he's my father, the Bible says that the cattle on a thousand hills belongs to my daddy. If you want to pride with what your earthly father has, this my heavenly father, the kettles on a thousand hills belongs to him. The earth belongs to him and the fullness thereof, including yourself. There is nothing that you can ever get that didn't come from him. Praise the name of Jesus. So believers who hold on or who build on a strong foundation 
they will endure when the storms come. Because when the storms come, then you can speak back to them. Hallelujah. Some of you, you are where you are today because a situation has come your way and yet you have not addressed it. Glory to God. I want you to learn that there are times you can speak back the way when Jesus was taken to the wilderness by the Holy Spirit and then the devil came and started tempting him. Jesus spoke back to the enemy by using the word of God. He said, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone. But listen to me, when you're hungry, it doesn't mean that that's the end of your feasting. When you're hungry, it doesn't mean that that's the end of your kitchen being dry. Man does not feed on bread alone, but man can feed from what proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil disappears. And then the devil comes back again. He tells Jesus, <laughs> if you worship me, I'm able, listen to me. When you know the word of God, every trial, every storm that comes your way, the Holy Spirit will put a scripture in your heart. And when that scripture, when that scripture becomes alive, you become like the lion of the tribe of Judah. Listen to me, you will not be cowed. You will not look like a cat that is rained on. Look at me, you will be like the lion of the tribe of Judah who reigns with the power and authority. May that be your portion as you begin to rebuild in the name of Jesus. To build on a rock. A sorry rock means that we become sensitive hearers. Bishop, I'm saying my evil. Grab it. Preacher, I'm saying my evil. Grab it. The Bible says that the Lord watches over his word so that it will not fall to the ground. So that he can perform it. I, some of you women should be like Mary who when the angel came and prophesied of her life she said I don't understand what you're talking about but let it be according to thy words listen to me when you become that kind of a character there shall be a performance and there shall be a fulfillment of these things that are being spoken in your life Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. That's what causes us to overcome. Huh? When the storm has come, what did he say about it? I remember one time we were doing a, a crusade, big crusade in Akuru. And at the end of the crusade, we were unpacking. And then we saw a big wind coming with all the dust from the lakeside and it came to Afraha Stadium where we were undoing uh, you know our tents and our platform and the wind started heading towards us and everybody is scared, everybody is wondering what's gonna happen and in our midst there are some people who are women, you wonder what will happen to them, thank God me I had a trouser but listen I did not entertain anything else I stood up and I pointed at this wind that was coming to distract our situation. I said like Jesus said, I said, peace be still. Ten feet away from us, the wind turned, took another direction. Sometimes you don't see miracles because you are too quiet. Hallelujah. I said, you are too quiet. Joshua, when he was going to take over Jericho, they went round the walls of Jericho seven times. And on the seventh time, he blew the trumpet and he commanded the people to shout. And when they shouted, the wall came 
down. Listen to me. In the year 2020, as we are rebuilding, some walls are going to come down. Walls of containment. Walls of limitation. Things that came as barriers in your life. I command them down. Hey! You're too quiet. Sometimes you want to be Wangwana Christian. Sometimes we think that, listen, noise. God has no problem with his ears. The church is too loud. Listen, God has no problem with his ears. There are some noise that you make in life. And God amplifies them. They become tools of war. Hallelujah. Like the, the rappers. When they were going into the camp of the enemy. And listen to me. These are the nobodies. These are people with leprosy. And as they went into the camp of the enemy. One probably carrying each other. God amplified their noise. And the enemy in the camp heard the noise. There are things you do that God amplifies them. Even with a mask can make a shout of joy. Amen. Listen, the mask did not come to contain us. Glory to God. It means, as we rebuild, that if I obey, then my practicing obedience huh, finally transforms into a solid rock. That becomes my base. It is founded on my obedience. Joseph, Psalms 105, verse 17 and 19. Joseph hid the word of God which proved him even in hard times. And they sent a man, his name was Joseph. He was sold as a slave. They breached his feet with the shackles. His neck was put in iron. But this never changed to Joseph. Listen to me. You can be taken to Kingongo and prison walls cannot continue as a believer because I have seen in the Bible Paul and Cyrus were in prison but when they began to praise and to worship God the prison doors open may your prison door open today in the mighty name of Jesus He, till what he foretold came to pass. Till the word of God proved him to be true. There are some things you go through because you have received a word of God. That word of God will try you until it comes to pass. Don't give up before it comes to pass. Hallelujah. The word of God tested Joseph and Joseph's greatest trial was not the prison. It is the word. The word that God had put in his spirit that he will become a great leader. The dreams that God had put in his spirit that he would be a leader. May the plans and the purposes of God May they never be aborted in your life. I said, may they never be aborted in your life. And every broken dream in the name of Jesus, I declare that the pieces will begin to come together even as we rebuild. I say again, the pieces will come back together, not by might, not by power, but by the spirit of the living God. Abraham. Abraham, he was tested 
many times. The first one was about receiving a son. A son that God had said, your own seed will inherit. Your own seed is the one I will use. But he took another 25 years. Young ladies, don't quit. Even in your 40s, you can still get married and bring forth a baby. Who told you that you can't bear? If Sarah could bring forth at her age, 90, is it 40 years? If God can use a barren womb to carry a child, God can use anything. Don't give up when it's too early. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Abraham was told to leave his place. The test was he was told to leave and go to the unknown. Our biggest problem is leaving the known and getting into the unknown. Many of us, we want to do things that we are used to, things that are easy to us. But Abraham was told, leave your kinsmen, leave your country. And God did not even tell him where to go. But Abraham obeyed. And how do you apply that in your life? Huh? What's the application? This shows that Abraham trusted God with his life. Some of us, we don't trust him with our lives. Some of us, we hold our lives from him. Some of us don't want him to take charge of our issues. Hallelujah. Abraham recognized that his life was in the hands of God. And he recognized that God's will was his decision to make. Now, James tells us another important thing. James chapter 1 verse 22 to 25. He says, do not merely listen to the words. Do not merely listen to the word. Don't come here every Sunday just to listen to the word. If that is your intention, you will fail. If that is your intention, you will not build a good structure that will stand. So James is saying, do not merely listen to the word and deceive yourself. In other words, he is telling us that there, there is an opportunity you can listen, but you also end up deceiving yourself. But he says something that is important I want you to see. Do what it says. Do what it says. Do what it says. Because it is not the hearer who get the blessings from the Lord, but the doer, the one who is able to pick the thing that he's talking about and put it into practice. Anasema, anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says, it's like someone who looks at his face in a mirror. I don't know whether my wife brought a mirror. And a few, give me that scripture. And after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Muliacha kubeba mirrors. It's possible that you can look yourself in a mirror and immediately you forget how you look like. It's possible. But then he continues, he says, But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, 
not forgetting what he has heard but doing it but doing it he or she will be blessed in what or she does as how the blessing comes as how the blessing comes and that's why Joshua says meditate on the word of God day and night meditate on it and as you begin to do the things it is instructing you to do then you will get a good success so that tells me believers that there is a good success and there is another success that looks good but it's a bad success praise the lord praise the name of jesus the word of god changes our behavior the word of god changes our attitude when we obey what it says to us i remember i can't remember how many years back pastor guru remind me there used to be a rasta man who walked in this church every time in the first service and they would try to stop him at the gate because he's totally drunk but in this man there was something that he was always seeking for god and i would tell them leave that man alone and he would come sit somewhere and the aura in the church would change this would feel like crab 1900 every time before the end of the service we just speak something over his life and came one day the man walks in transformed by Jesus totally delivered from what bound him but he did one wrong thing he cut the rasters and i i wanted him to stay with the rasters hmm. it's not about the hair it's about the heart praise the name of jesus the word of god changes our character it changes our behavior it changes our attitude when we do what it tells us to do i was saying in the first service that I was addicted in alcohol and in tobacco. Oh, you see a nice pastor. Listen, I was bound. Five packets of cigarette every day. Oh, life is miserable. Huh? How did I manage that? How did our house? Huh? How did our house feel? You walk in a house. Eh? Tobacco. You walk in our bedroom. Eh? White sheets are stained with a but God. Hmm? One day I go to a church and I see them dramatizing in a cantata and they sang a song why you there when they crucified my lord and the word of God started convicting me and I started listen to me. By the end of that I was saved and totally healed and delivered. I didn't need deliverance classes because the word of God has the power to deliver you. The word of God has the power to change you and to transform you into his image and in his likeness. Those two guys that we are talking about build on what they had they build on what they had both experienced similar circumstances they both may have looked the same in terms of status nyumba inaonekana ni kama ile ingine the only difference was the structural design Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. One 
of them excavated the earth. One of them did a hard job to excavate the soil until he found the rock. The other said it's okay. Two feet is okay. Then if we have not found the rock, it's okay. But listen, when the storm came, the guy who built on sand, his house was wiped away. Glory to God. How you build child of God in the year 2021 will be exposed when storms of life comes your way between now and December. God did not say that there will be no storms, but God said something that many are the affliction of the righteous, but I deliver them all. I deliver them all. Leave affliction, leave the storms of life in this world, we shall have them. But God is ready to deliver you because He said, Many are the affliction of the righteous. As long as you are in this world, those things will be there. And you have no authority over it. Don't focus on them. Don't concentrate too much. Don't spend so much energy on them. Focus on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. Hallelujah. What type of a building are you building? From our culture, from our society, we expect our parents to build for us. Listen, but this one I'm talking about, this is spiritual building that no parent can build for you, no friend can build for you. Child of God, you've got to do it yourself. We expect our pastors. Uh-uh. We are here to equip you to be able to stand. Amen. Come on, love me and say amen. Amen. The one who hears God's word and does it is the one who is motivated by obedience, by the love of Christ. He says in John 14 verse 15, he says, If you love me, keep my commands. Usiweke commands too only on Sunday when you come to church. Hmm? There are people who are out there, they have not come back to church because of pandemic. Listen to me. A church is where you think you can easily die and out there in the marketplace the church is the safest place for you while you will say amen because the Lord watches over us glory to God when we follow him we must make good choices to obey then he will not deny us in eternity. So, as I finish, listen, what is the building material number one that we need if we are to build on strong foundation? Jesus is our cornerstone. Isaiah 28 verse 16 says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone for a sure foundation. The one who relies on it, <laughs> the one who relies on it, the one who relies on it, the one who relies on it will never be stricken with panic 
hizo mambo zinafanyika sitafanyika lakini the one who has picked Jesus as a cornerstone when those things are happening they will never be moved they will never be moved and the bible says that the lord surrounds us like the mountain surrounds jerusalem i think when the pandemic is over we should organize for a trip we go to israel and you see jerusalem how it is surrounded by mountains no enemy can there come hallelujah so the number one material that you must have is jesus jesus he's a cornerstone the bible says that building your life on the rock is essential if you are to build a life that will last for long our lord jesus christ psalms 118 verse 22 the bible says the stone the builders rejected has become a cornerstone he came as a messiah he came as a savior of the world god had a plan to reconcile you and me to himself so that you can begin to enjoy divine inheritance from god and yet he was despised he was led to the slaughter he was spat on he was whipped 39 times but you know whatever he went through the 39 stripes he we says by his stripes you were then healed no disease that comes our way that jesus has not dealt with 2000 years ago by his stripes do i have english teachers here or teachers of english you were listen he's not gonna heal you you were healed past tense you were but today which report will you believe I choose to believe the report of the Lord hallelujah praise the name of Jesus first Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9 but be for we are co-workers in God's service you are God's field field you are God's building so in the year 2021 God's building must be refurbished God's building must be renewed God's building must be decorated again and beautified with beautiful treasures where the master can come in and be honored glory to God you are his field tell yourself I'm his field uh-uh, put your name there see I can marry I'm his field I can marry I'm God's building mm. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 19 to 22 the Bible says you are no longer listen to this you are no longer foreigners you are no longer strangers. Listen to me. Don't even continue. You're in this church this afternoon. You're not a stranger, neither are you a foreigner. You are in the right place and you will get the right resort because you are in your father's house. Glory to God. But you are fellow citizens with God, with God's people. And also members of his household. How is somebody would receive this revelation? You're a member of his household. 
Let us say amen. Member of his household. Built on foundations of apostles and prophets. With Jesus Christ himself as the cornerstone. Every other thing is hinged to this cornerstone. Hallelujah. In him, the whole building is being joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Kikubali kuja church. Unakubali kwa huyu mtumishi. Unakubali kubadilishwa. Because we were not like this before. Listen to the next thing. We must build and establish a form of habitation for our God in our lives. Amen. And you know, when you do that, God will be glorified and he will grant you favor. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood. Kwa hivyo royal priesthood, siyo kamere, siyo nguru, siyo pastor Joyce guru, bibiang, a-a, nawazewa hii kanisa, a-a, atawewe. You are a royal priesthood. I say it again. When you go to your business, you are going there as a priest to manifest the grace of God and to pull the resources of heaven to come your way. No business that is represented here it will, that will fail in 2021. I say no business represented here that will fail in 2021. We know who we are. You are a holy nation. God's special possession. You are God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into this marvelous light, into this wonderful light. Once you were not a people. Amkuawatu. See, that's what the Bible says. You are not a people. Once you had not received mercy. But now, you have received mercy. And when you know that you have received those things from God, don't walk like a chicken that is rained on. Walk like soldier. You know, walk like a soldier. With confidence. Hallelujah. Because you were not this before, but when you came to Jesus, the cornerstone that I'm talking about, he made you become. Those who received him were made to become sons and daughters of God. Whether your father left your home and ran away, listen to me, you are a daughter of the king. You are a daughter of the kingdom. Praise the name of Jesus. If we claim to know him, we must commit a deep personal relationship with him. Knowing Jesus as your savior is the number one building material of a life that lasts. Of a life that has longevity. That's what we must do. Praise the name of Jesus. He's our chief cornerstone. He is the rock we must build our lives on. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All the ground is sinking sand. 
As we sing that song this afternoon, you are here and you've not made him a cornerstone in your life. As every eye is closed and every head bowed down in the sanctuary and those out there in the broadcast, I want you to give him a chance and an opportunity to come and help you to build on a foundation. And if you don't know him, all you need to do is say, yes, Lord, come into my heart. And when he comes in, he will dine with you. So wherever you are, lift up your hand. And we can pray together. Lord, I thank you. That you're reaching out to somebody. Somebody who has lost hope. Somebody who is disappointed. Like you did to us, oh God. Your eyes are looking to and fro. Looking for one person. So that you give them a divine reversal and a turn around in their lives. Holy Spirit, arrest them wherever they are. Arrest their situation and cause the chains to be broken. In the name of Jesus. Let me ask let me ask a question maybe you're here and the house was totally destroyed I want you to come forward I want to pray for you God will give you a new beginning as we begin to build again